Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, our first edition of the Operation Grassroots podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, uh, joined by a couple of guys who have done some great things in the Operation Grassroots program, the Briggs 206 package. Uh, I'll, I'll preface this right now as we get this first Operation Grassroots podcast going for 2019, episode seven of this particular show. It's taken us an hour to get technically ready. We had some issues with some audio. We hung in. But join me now, thankfully, Kenny Manchester and Chris Rossi from KPX Karting Championship. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Kenny, you especially. Great to have you here. <laughs> I, am, I am more than happy to be here after what I just had to go through to make this work. With What are we looking at? Like probably two or three different headsets, two computers, but you're here. So you're on, you're on the ECAN radio network. I appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to have uh, KPX buy me a new computer because clearly nothing's going right for me right about now. Well, the, inter- <laughs> the interesting thing was that it was going to be just Kenny and I because Chris Rossi wasn't going to be able to make it on time. But because we were taking so long with the technical issues, Chris showed up at home. He let his kid walk home from school, which I do appreciate. And Chris, you're here, too. This is great. I made it. I made it. I mean, I, I could have went grocery shopping and, and done all that fun stuff waiting for Kenny to get his uh, computer all up and going. And I missed the first period of the Toronto Maple Leafs Boston Bruins game. I'm going to miss a bit of the second, but I, that's, they're down 2 nothing right now, so I'll have to hold on. Hopefully, they're, hopefully, obviously people are going to be listening to this. The game's going to be over. Hopefully I'll be celebrating by the end of the, uh, the day for Toronto. Guys, the, really the reason why I wanted to get you guys on, we haven't talked to you. You know, Chris, it was you and I last time we chatted. The KPX Carding Championship, something you guys have put together. It's, you know, it's, it's become this awesome thing in Northern California. This place, you know, started out as a Briggs 206 program. You guys added the K100 categories as well. Uh, whoever wants to start, Kenny or Chris, you guys figure out who, who wants to start first. But just give me an overview of where things were in the offseason. How was last season for you guys? I know you got one race already in the books. We'll talk about the next one, which is coming up this weekend at Prairie City. But in the off season, when you guys sat down, what were your what, what was the discussion? How great was 2018 for you guys? Kenny, you want to okay. go? Uh, sure, I'll go. Uh, so the the off season was good. I mean, we came off of a a, a great year. I would say we our average cart count went up, which is always a good thing. Um, saw a lot of new faces. Saw a lot of old faces that became back and were new faces again. Um, and and going in, you know, running the the um, IKF Grands was quite an experience. So we imagine. came off that, <laughs> yeah. And 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 that was, you know, that was huge to us because it gave us lots of experience and and something different from. I'm not going to say the smaller races we do, but when it comes to, you know, thinking about the IKF Grands, it's a much more grand race than than like even a kpx race would be and 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 the planning alone showed that it took much more time and, and planning and backbreaking efforts um but yeah going into the off season we were just looking forward to what can we do to um maintain kind of the the stuff we had put into focus at the ikf grands um we knew we we wanted to keep it simple as far as motor packages um and we wanted to keep it definitely fun we we know that that was one thing we talked about we went down a road where um it became very very competitive um you know where where people kind of lost sight of the fun i guess um and, and we definitely have been working to get back at at 
you know, having fun out there. And our cart counts have, have dropped a little bit going into this season um, because we want to give everybody a place to run um, within these motor packages um, because we just find that it's, it's a great uh, building block for, for karting in general. But Chris can touch a little bit on what else. Well, yeah, first off, let me let me give our, our listenership a bit of an overview for the KPX Karting Championship. They do run, uh, I believe, eight classes, With uh, starting out with the 206 class. They run Briggs, a 206 for Junior 1, Junior 2, Senior, and Master. And then, of course, you guys brought in the KA100 category, which is just sweeping the nation. Uh, you have the Junior, the Senior, the Master, and the Super Master category in that uh, particular you know group of, of two-cycle competition, which was something that was new for you guys. But, Chris... I know you'll be able to talk about it as well, but the fun factor thing is something that uh, funny that you guys say that because that's something that we, you know, David Cole and I hear universally that it's just sometimes people lose sight of the fact that you're, you know, we're here to have a good time. It's a hobby. People get super competitive, especially when you, after you guys put together a program where you're getting the numbers that you were and by getting those numbers and, and the series, you know, it's, it's what do I want to say that the professionalism of the series and the, and the position of the series within the sport was growing that it be, there was some prestige to start winning some races. And when that really starts to get aggressive, then, then, you know, you're dealing with, with that, that battle back and forth between fun and competition where people really have to still keep a level head. I think. Yeah. That's one of the problems that we have is trying to keep it more of a family fun environment is um, what we're having. Um, you know, it's kind of funny that you, you kind of talked about that when, uh, you know, Don uh, Maloney is our new uh, race director. When he showed up at Shasta, he said, you know, I walked around the, the pits and he says, I see people under tents, under teams, and I see people in their open wheel pickup truck, you know, uh, open bed pickup trucks yeah. and little trailers. And, and he goes, I see the fun in here, you know, um, and I, I see the people that the racers that are having a great time. And that's something that's really important to us is to keep it family fun and affordable racing. And, and I think with what we have in place um, with these two motor packages, I think we've hit it right. The nail right on the head with this, um, you know, last year when we did the podcast, you, you talked about the K a 100, but we're in the middle of working that out, how we're going to fit it in with the KPX. I wasn't able to say that, you know, that we were going to run the K a 100, and the K100 has, what, what I really like about it is that uh, with the KPX is now you have, you know, we, we're having 30 cart fields in, in, the, in the junior twos and seniors. And some of those racers that were mid-pack and back will never be able to run, you know, win a race, sit on pole, or bring the field down to a green flag. I think what this KA has done is, is it has taken those faster drivers and moved them into the faster category allowing those grassroots racers still to race those 206s. And now they're able to sit on poles and lead laps and, and uh, you know, bring the carts down for a green flag. And I think that's brought more of a fun environment, I think, into the KPX. You know, Chris, from, from where we sit, of course, you know, kind of overseeing the sport from a national level, regional club, where we kind of get to see everything. We're kind of in contact with people all over the country as opposed to just in one region. For us watching kind of what was going on in Northern California, it was interesting. You know, there's there's some uh, some decently strong clubs, people that stay at certain tracks, but you guys, e- even with the even with it being a, a grassroots, you know, the Operation Grassroots Briggs and Stratton deal, 
you guys quickly became like the, you know, the, the premier series in Northern California. And I think that's what raised the bar, right? That's what brought in some drivers, you know, throw, throw a guy. I remember watching a couple of races, uh, watching some video and it was, you know, it was Jess Peterson, right? Here's yeah. Jess Peterson running in senior. I think he was on an invader or something like that, but he's running senior 206. And this is a guy who's a national number one plate holder in X30 masters and Supercarts USA. It's one of the best masters drivers in the country, but he's running 206 because you guys turned the KPX 206 program into like the spotlight series in Northern California. Right. So having the K100 allows, it allows a guy like Jess, if he wants to still race with you guys, but at a higher, a higher level in terms of speed and the skill set that's needed. Exactly. And you know, there was a lot of racers up here in NorCal that were mad that we only had a four cycle program that we didn't have that two cycle program. So now we, we have best of both worlds. We have that four cycle program and now we have the two cycle program where, you know, it's, 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 it's grassroots racing. And like you said, Jess has been running with us, you know, Calvo um, is running with us some races. David Vasquez has been running with us. So yeah, we get a lot of big names that run with us. Interesting because you, you do have that perfect clean focus split and that's, you know, four, four classes in 206, four classes in K100. So it's not that old school or, you know, that 18 classes a day. Let me, Kenny, let me ask you and, and, and Chris, you can add, add in as well. Are you, are you getting pressure? And it, it normally happens. That's why I'm asking this. Are you getting pressure to add the, the, the cadet class and add the supermaster here and the heavyweight here? Are you getting pressure to get away from those core categories, which really is really what makes you guys what you are? Um, you know, we've, we've got pressure since the very beginning. I would say yeah. since, since we brought the 206 onto site um and and started the kpx i would say probably our second race out there that you know people wanted to add clones and, and this yeah and <laughs> second I mean, race it, of course yep. yeah and, and i mean it was it but we had we had that image of of briggs kind of rebuilding um karting at that point in time karting was suffering a lot and and there's nothing's changed let's just put it that way we're we're years down the road and people are still trying to add stuff from 15 years ago um or or you know this motor package is better than this motor package we're gonna have a a whole motor package debacle where we're gonna have some kind of um you know war where the racers have to buy multiple motors and and we just don't see the benefit in it yeah, you know, this motor might cost a couple hundred more than this motor or whatever. But if you have, you know, 50% of the region running that motor package, you know, throughout four different classes, you're set. I mean, that's, that's all you need. And, and, and bringing in um, uh, 20 classes with, with, you know, 20 different motor packages, I think it actually takes away from the fun. I think it actually costs the, the racers more money. I think it also um, it, it makes it a lot more complicated for the the newer individuals coming into the sport, um, and that's one thing we talked about when we did the grands. Uh, first first conversation we had uh, with Mister Kutcher was we uh, we got to simplify this bad boy. So and that's that's what we did, and and it I think it benefited you know 150 racers, um, and, and uh, I mean we kind of have a rule over here if if you don't have 80% of people complaining, then you really don't. I, well, I guess something like that. That's, that's the <laughs> rule to, to a, uh, to not a T, but anyways, that's where Chris adds in. Cause I'm done talking now. 
Yeah. <laughs> Chris, anything to add to that? No, I mean, we're, we're constantly adjusting things, you know, like um, right now we're running the super ma- the masters and the super masters together in the two of sixes. And those guys are kind of like, Hey, you know what? It's kind of difficult to run with two classes, but we listen to the racers is what we listen to before we make any big changes, you know, except for the pushback bumper. We, we got some input on that and that's something that we needed to do. But most of the time we put out, you know, questionnaires out there for the racers. We want to hear what the racers want. This series is, is for the racers and and the racers need to have a voice in what they, what they want. So then that's, that's what it's about. This is our seventh episode of the Operation Grassroots here on the EKN Radio Network, Tuesday, April the 23rd, 2019. And the guys from KPX, Kenny Manchester and Chris Rossi joining us here. Uh, They've got a race coming up this particular weekend. Before we get to that, we get back from this quick break. We're going to talk a little bit about race number one. We'll set the schedule first and foremost, and the guys will give us a little bit of input of what happened at that opening race in Shasta. For over a century... Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing. What powers you? Does the extreme challenge of a round-the-clock event intrigue you? If it does, then put the 24 Hours of America on your calendar. This year's race heads north to Newcastle Motorsports Park on the June 22nd, 23rd weekend for its 10th running. To the premier karting track in North America, one that hosts multiple national karting events each year. This year, we're debuting our Briggs & Stratton LO206 only category, and entries are expected from veterans of the IMSA series all the way to relative newcomers to kart racing. The 24 Hours of America at Newcastle is going to be an incredible event. You supply your kart, and your entry package includes the use of a Briggs 206 engine, safety gear, a home-based tent for your team, your transponder rental, oil, fuel, a set of tires, your pit passes, and two hours of practice and 30 minutes of qualifying on Friday ahead of the 24-hour race. We also have Arrive and Drive Briggs 206 packages available. So get your team together and face the challenge that is the 24 Hours of America on June 22nd and 23rd at Newcastle Motorsports Park. To learn more, head to ProCupCarting.com. The shift is on to a new brand and a new way of thinking. Matt Old Nut Racing and Croc Promotion USA are focused on changing the paradigm when it comes to race teams in this sport. And the goal is to support dedicated young racers by giving them the tools and opportunities to succeed. Originally born as Mad Croc, the new branding is Croc Promotion, and Armando Fellini's product continues its dedication to quality and innovation. Croc Promotion USA is the American importer and distributor, and Mad Old Nut Racing is the official race team. We're ready to attack in 2019, and our race results speak for themselves. A.J. Myers swept the first four Winter Series shifter cut races of the year, and Andrew Bedozo continues to assert himself as an emerging player. Croc Promotion has momentum. 
dedicated and talented young drivers, supported and mentored by team owners who know business and who are passionate about karting. That's Croc Promotion USA. That's Mad Old Nut Racing. Search for us on social media and give us a follow. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode number seven of Operation Grassroots. And we're uh, lucky to have the guys from the KPX Karting Championship, the uh, top series up in NorCal, the uh, Briggs and Stratton Series 206 Series that added KA100 really has reset, pushed that reset button, I think, on karting up in Northern California. And as we had talked before, Kenny said, it, it kind of got to a point where they were getting away from some fun. They're focusing back on that here for 2019. Guys, let's let's get started. Uh, let's have, I'll, I'll give a quick rundown through the schedule. You can kind of give some highlights, and then we'll talk about the opening round. That took place in the middle of March at Shasta Car Club up in Reading. Uh, the race coming up this weekend, April 27th and 28th at All-Star Kart Club in Prairie City. Uh, Mid-May uh, into Marina, California, Monterey Bay Carters, May 18th and 19th for round three. Uh, round four, June 22nd, 23rd, back to Prairie City. Then you guys go to Stockton on July 2021, at least per my schedule. And then wrapping it all up at the North Nevada Kart Club up in Reno, August 24th, 25th. Is that still the schedule as it stands? Yes, it is. So all right. So let's talk to let's talk about the opening round. You know, it's uh, you know, it's anytime you have an opening round of a series, you know, Kenny, you mentioned a little bit that you were kind of maybe trying to trying to refocus the culture. And that's interesting because that can sometimes turn people off or bring more people in. Sometimes when you do that, you'll not scare people away, but you'll turn some people off. But by doing that, you set a culture that brings a lot more people back in. Is that kind of the case of what you guys are thinking potentially you were looking at? Yeah. I mean, we, we definitely wanted to, I I guess you could say refocus the culture, Um, but it it was more so like Chris said, um, listening to the racers, put out an end of year survey, uh, took that survey um, and, and incorporated some things that already have changed um, because, you know, it didn't didn't get the focus or attention that we thought it would or or whatnot. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, as long as the, the racers are speaking up and and, and um, showing us different stuff and, the, and and we've we also, you know, we put a lot of focus around the shops and whatnot and their opinions as well um, to make sure that, that they have a, a say, same thing with the track sponsors, the, the whole works. We want everybody to have a say in what's going on around here and, and, and make it their series. I mean, that's what it comes up to. Chris, uh, if you were to look at that first race, what, what were the kind of the highlights for you in terms of numbers? Seems like most categories, double digits, which is pretty solid. Uh, you know, not the 30 that you had at one point, but, uh, you know, what do you think about the numbers you were, you were able to get for the opening round? I think the numbers are great. You know, I mean, Shasta is a long haul for a lot of people yeah. to go up. It's a great track. It's a great facility. Um, it's I'm sad for people that weren't able to make it up there, but um, I thought the racing was spectacular. Um, you know, we, we, uh, we, we brought in the pushback bumper. We were a little worried about that, how it was all going to work out. Yeah. But um, I'll tell you, that was some of the cleanest racing I have ever seen in go-karts up there. I mean, I, wow. I think we only took maybe two carts off the track with the uh, the pit cart because, you know, something broke on the cart or someone stuck a motor. Um, I mean, yeah, there was a couple, you know, incidents here and there, but there was only three people that got penalized for pushback bumper. And the racers did a phenomenal job up there, um, given plenty of racing room. So I thought Shasta was a huge hit. It was, it was an awesome race. Great numbers in your KA 100 senior category as well. You got some heavy hitters in there, as you expected. You got Jason Pettit, you got Wesley Boswell, guys that of course had 
uh, success at the Super Nats before. Some pretty good names there. Overall, are you happy with the way the K100 program has been uh, you know, accepted and kind of brought into the into the fold? Yeah, I, I am. I'm very excited and, and happy the way it has. It's taken those fast drivers out of the 206 that want to go a little faster, and it's made that kind of like the pro class in the way. And um, I'm very excited with the K all around, even in the junior twos. You know, um, it's 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 a huge hit. It, awesome stuff. Go, go, Kenny. Sorry. Go. Um, the, the, I think the, the most exciting part about it is, is how much the 206 and the KA together complement um, the series. I mean, they, they go very, very well together. Um, and, and it gives, it basically gives anybody, you know, I, I always was a strong believer that anybody could get in the 206 and, and race it and be happy. And I still feel that way to this day. But there is some guys that that they do um, start sitting on their their thumbs and they want to go a little faster, um, or or feel like you know that's the next level and that's what they have to do and and we wanted to make sure to give them a home as well um, and, and still include them in in our race uh, atmosphere. So, yeah, I don't disagree. I, I know I think we've seen it uh, from coast to coast where the the 100 cc air cooled stuff is is what there's that extra if you want that extra speed if you want that you know that rip of bottom end as you're coming out of the corner where it's on the pipe and you're you know you're ripping it it's I, I look at it as being something different I got the same mindset as you Kenny I could, I could race 206 for the rest of my life and be happy I think it's fantastic I love the category I love the close racing you know it's a little different in the two cycle categories but it is an opportunity so if somebody does want to go faster because that happens I don't care. I don't care if you're a skier or whatever it may be. You're always going to want to maybe go a little quicker. You get better. You want to go faster. And this really is just an option for you guys. And and interesting, when I, when I look kind of through the points, Chris, you mentioned the fact that it gave some other people the opportunity to potentially run at the front, run for race wins, because some drivers looking for more speed have moved on a little bit. And you've still got great numbers in 206, but there's some new guys I'm seeing up front there. Definitely. New guys up front. Um new people into the sport are running up front. Um, you know, Fecco uh, last year was really, really fast. Um, he was running up front and now he's a big time front contender in, in the two Oh six. And, 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 you know, it, it, it uh, I think it goes a long way with these kids. It, it builds them up instead of putting them out there with the wolves, with all these, you know, 25 carts, people, you know, running with everybody kind of crashing and, you know, you know what I mean? Um, it, it, it builds up, it builds them up, makes them, work a little harder, dig a little deeper and get faster to run up front. And I, it, I think it, it gives them, it gives them a, a kind of, it puts more functionality into a regional series, gives a, a little bit more of a stepladder program, which is, is one thing I do think um, carding is kind of missing um, a little bit. I mean, we, you know, you go from the club stuff and you do some regional stuff and, and then you, you may go play with the big boys at one chance or opportunity or the other, but I think it just gives one little, extra step for those guys that aren't quite ready to go, you know, play with, play with the guys that are, are gonna, um, show them the back of their bumper. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not wrong. And that's what regional racing is about. And it's interesting the way that the national level, especially within Supercarts USA, I know you guys are connected with, with, with the SCUSA and the IKF and Avinco and, and IAMI. And it's interesting because the way things have developed now, I'm a firm believer that, you know, there's club, regional and national. Top drivers in the club, when you want to go find more competition, you race you know, all the top five from every club race. And let's say there's six clubs, there's 30 guys at a regional. It's the top five guys from six clubs. This is where 
a fifth place guy who's always on the podium or third place guy who's always on the podium of this club may not get there because he's racing against, you know, another 20 something guys <laughs> who are podium at their own club. So that's, that's the, that's the perfect thing about you guys. When you first started, you were a representation of grassroots racing, but you really didn't have an opportunity for any of the club guys that ran two cycle to come and run with you guys. No. So there was that, that missing component, right? That missing element for you guys. When you added the KA100, now essentially almost every club guy, other than a shifter car driver, can come and play with you guys in the KA100. And that just, again, expands. And then the connection now is that a KA100 guy regionally on the KPX program, if he's starting to get comfortable, he or she is getting comfortable and they think they're ready. Now that the KA100 category is on the Scusa Pro Tour or, or at the Super Nationals, all of a sudden there's opportunities for your KPX stars to jump and try the national level as well. Exactly. And, and you also have, you know, some of these national guys coming and running with us, you know, with yeah. Oswell's Calvo, you know, all those guys. So you're able to, to kind of judge yourself, how, how you're doing against these top rated drivers. And if I go run Scusa, where am I going to be? And um, it's given that, 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 that little extra to them. So they can kind of judge where they, where they would be if they went and ran Scusa. Stay with us, folks. More to come. One more uh, segment here before we wrap things up with episode number seven of the Operation Grassroots here on the EKN Radio Network. Kenny Manchester and Chris Rossi from KPX Carding Championship joining me here today. Again, my name is Rob Howden. Stay with us. One more little segment here before we wrap things up. Are you in need of a podium-proven Briggs 206 chassis? If you answered yes, check out the 2019 Margate Ignite K3 and Brava 206 packages manufactured in St. Louis, Missouri, right here in the USA. The Margate chassis have been racking up 206 podiums on the club and regional level, most recently at big four-stroke programs such as the AMR Homestead Miami Speedway, Texas Pro Car Challenge, Texas Sprint Racing Series, Atlanta Motorsports Park, and the Gateway Cartplex. The best part about purchasing a Margate racing chassis is that everything can be ordered custom, including frame color, decal color, and logo placement. Choose to purchase as a roller, kit, or race-ready. With a race-ready package, just unbox the cart, add gas, oil, and go. Need factory support? Margate Racing is just a call or email away with technical support or setup tips. Interested in renting a cart at one of the biggest events of the summer? Check out Margate Racing Spec Ignite class and arrive and drive packages. Upcoming events include the historic Quincy Grand Prix Street Race on June 8th and 9th and the USAC Karting Battle at the Brickyard on July 5th, 6th, and 7th. For more information, please visit margay.com or call 800-562-7429 today. In a sport where the difference between winning and losing is measured in hundreds of a second, you can't afford to leave anything on the table. You invest in the best equipment, the lightest components, and top-of-the-line data acquisition systems. Anything to find one more tenth, right? I'll tell you right now, the best investment you could ever make is in yourself. If you want to improve your results, it's time for professional instruction and coaching at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Located at the new state-of-the-art speed sports racing park just north of Houston, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy uses the very best equipment, Burrell Art Carts. They offer half-day, one-day, two-day, and three-day clinics. They have a one-on-one student-to-instructor ratio, and they will design a customized curriculum for each student. 
Alan Rudolph is one of the most respected people in the sport, and he has nearly 20 years' experience training drivers, including Chase Elliott, Neil Alberico, Austin Versteeg, and Sabre Cook, and rising stars like Pietro Fittipaldi. Trained with a champion with over 30 years of racing experience to get proven results. Start off your season with a driver tune-up. Tune up your season with some driver coaching. Or get ready for the big races by training with the best. Reserve your dates now by calling 866-607-RACE. That's 866-607-7223. For more information, visit speedsportsracingpark.com slash racing hyphen academy. Hey everyone, this is Chris Wheeler from Bell Helmets. Bell Racing USA is now the official helmet of Supercarts USA. You can find our newest line of products such as the Carbon KC7 CMR, the only carbon fiber belt helmet approved with a CMR rating in the entire world during the 2019 season by visiting PSL Karting on site at all SCUSA events. Check us out online, www.bellracing.com, or on social media by following at BellRacingHQ. Top quality material, all presented in fluorescent yellow. You've seen it, and now you need to choose the flow. Since 2005, J3 Competition has been capturing major victories and championships both on and off the track redefining the industry with each move. The company took its unparalleled knowledge and rolled it into their own chassis line in 2015, the Comp Cart. The CIK FIA homologated brand has been winning races ever since. There are three Comp Cart models to choose from. The Covert 3.0 R19 is the latest design for tag and shifter competition. The Covert 4R serves several popular categories, including 100cc and Briggs 206 racing. The Ranger 28 model is designed for cadet racing and will be the official chassis of the Minimax division at the 2019 Rotax Challenge Grand Finals in Sarno, Italy. And lastly, new carters can get right into the comp cart product from the beginning, running the micro cart in the kid cart division. Visit j3competition.com for more on the fastest growing chassis line in the world. Do it now. Choose the flow. Welcome back to Operation Grassroots, episode number seven, Tuesday, April 23rd, here on the ECAN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden. Thank you so much for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Uh, whether you're tuning in on the uh, mobile EKN Radio Network app that you've downloaded to your mobile device or you're listening uh, through the radio component on the website itself, we thank you for doing that. Uh, again, joining me, Kenny Manchester and Chris Rossi from the KPX Karting Championship up in NorCal. Guys, you, you got a race coming this weekend. You got the first one in the books back in March. You know, here we are a month down the line, everybody itching to go racing again. Uh, can you give me or us any kind of preview of what you think is going to happen this weekend at Prairie City? I think it's going to be huge. Um, yeah, I like that. Uh, you know, we're getting calls from people in Phoenix that are going to come run, um, that are going to come run with us. You know, Shasta was a little bit far away for some of these people to come race with us, but I think it's going to be huge. We're going to have, I think, big classes this weekend. I really do. I like that. Now, what about you, Kenny? You getting the same kind of input? Well, the nice thing about what I do is I, I get to see um, what the pre-registration is looking like. <laughs> and, yep. um, and it's it's 
big. I put it up kind of late. It was my fault. I went with, with that. I, I swear we just raced last weekend, but um, <laughs> it, it came up quick and, and I got it up a little late and, and already we're already bypassed the numbers for pre-registrations for, for Reading. So um, I am, I have high hopes and I wouldn't doubt if this one's a big one. It's interesting because there's so much racing going on in the sport, of course. Not quite so much, I think, for drivers of 206, but a lot of the the, the two-cycle guys have been running winter series or guys have gone down potentially to the Pro Car Challenge races or LAKC or whatever it may be. I love the fact that you're, you could potentially draw some guys from Phoenix because there's obviously a really good four-cycle program there. Give me some input. You know, this is interesting because I've, I've been to almost every track in Northern California, but I've never been to Prairie City. It's one of the tracks I've never been to. And in looking at the track map, man, it looks like it would be a fantastic track to drive. It, it's a blast. It's it's a it's a tight track. Um, okay. You know, it has kind of like a corkscrew at the backside of it, um, but it, it it's a flowing track. You 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 got to hit your marks. If you don't hit your marks, you're off tents. You know, almost wow. in every corner. And um, it's a very demanding track to me. It's you're you're constantly on the wheel. You have one long straightaway where you can kind of catch your breath, but that's about it. Man, all right. The time, adds up. It, it, the time adds up quick, you know, like you said, a 10th, a corner and, and it is very technical and, and you can definitely tell, um, the racers from, from the, I guess it separates the, them. It's, it, it separates people, does it? a little bit. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> it's, you know, Darcy and, and her old crew over there has done a real good job. They did some uh, work with some curbs and whatnot to, to help out, um, through, to get through some of the corners because uh, it is a very very narrow track but it, it's part of its character you know that's the nice thing about what we do is we get to see a little bit of everything um, when we travel around california and nevada thing i love about four cycle racing still is the simple fact that a lot of these iconic racetracks around the country that maybe don't set up as well anymore for 125 shifters or the 125 liquid cooled tag engine you know they just at 55 inches wide and the way we're running they maybe just don't fit the way they used to but they've been around for so many years they're still so badass for four cycle racing which is a thing i absolutely love it is it's 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 a fun track to drive in the four cycle i mean you really got to throw the card in and and uh, do some slide jobs it's it's a fun track you, you're going there twice. And I know that you, Chris, you and I talked about this last year. We've talked about it before guys uh, about the fact you listen to your racers. Where do you want to go? Here's our survey. What tracks do you want to go to? Why is it? Why do you think that you're going to Prairie city twice? Is it, is it the staff there? Is it the, is it the ownership group? Is it the club? Is it the, are people just love going there? You know, they've always had a pretty good club up there and Darcy and Bill put on a great show. So a lot of the, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's in the Sacramento Valley. So they draw from a huge area. Um, I mean, a huge area. So it's, they have a lot of members and now you have Cambrian go-karts just moved down the street from them. So they're, they're going to build, you know, they're going to have 20 carters at a race. Um, but it's just a great facility. It's a fun facility to drive. Darcy and Bill do a great job. And I think they run a great club there. Kenny, overall, okay. So Kenny, go again. I love interrupting you. I'm a little bit more blunt and honest than uh, Mr. Rossi over there. Uh, we had a, a track that we we thought we had high hopes they were going to be joining the schedule to make a solid six uh, six track schedule across California and Nevada, and they uh, they seemed to not go that route. So we ended up uh, Darcy was on it. She called us right away and said, "Hey, if they don't want it, I'll take it." So that's that's what really happened. 
Well, I pre- I appreciate that, and that's and that's a shame, right? And it's it's and I get that, you know what? But heck, you, you go where you wanted, right? You go right. where you wanted, you go Absolutely. where the drivers want to go. You guess what you got to do? I get that. I get yeah. that. Um, looking down the schedule, you guys have a great schedule. Is there is there, is there another track? Of course, there's three other ones other than Prairie City. Is there, is there one of those three that you're kind of looking forward to getting to? Monterey. <laughs> for the track or for the food? For, for uh, everything. Monterey. Hopefully yes. the weather. Um, they just uh, slurry sealed their track, the asphalt. So it's not just a that. cheese grinder. And um, so I'm really looking forward to going down to Monterey. It's it's a club. Not only that, but I mean, we're looking at running a different track configuration, yeah? Um, possibility. It, no, I think we're yeah. going to be ended up running it backwards. That mile-long track isn't going to work. But they are doing – they're hoping to put together the Sid Whiten in October, and it's going to be a mile-long track there. Um, so that's, wow. yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be huge in October, but I'm really looking forward to Monterey. Um, it's the one I'm looking forward to. And I'm, I'm uh, actually looking forward to a little short track action and getting back to Stockton, <laughs> our, uh, local racers out here, right in the, in the heart of it. Um, that should be a lot of fun. It's fast. It's, it's, uh, it's fast. That's all there is. It's fast. And it's, that's, all there is. that's all there is. It's fast. So I, I love, like I love the way that track will beat you up or just spit you out one or the other. Or both. Well, I'll, I'll say this. So, you know, I know it's early, right? And you're, you're always thinking about what you can change and what you can fix. Um, right now, is there anything you're looking at? Or is it just like, you know what? We, we may change it in the off season. Let's roll through four or five of these races. And we'll get a feel for potentially what the feedback is. Or in your mind right now, did you already pick something up at Chassis where you, where you were saying, hey, you know what? Hmm, I'd like to make a change. Or... Or is it good? Are we status quo? Let's push through to the end of the season. Yeah, we had some racers uh, that that uh, wanted – we did a Super Masters and a Masters 206 class, and they were all, you know, on the on the same page. You know, why you, let's not split us up. Let's all go play okay. together. You know, we're all, we're all over 35 years old. Let's do this. And so that was the one thing we've changed already. And other than that, I mean, I, I don't foresee anything, but there's always that possibility. It just depends on – on where we're at in a race or two or three. And I mean, there's always changes every, every single day. It seems to me, Chris, where I, where I come from and, and watching the progress you guys have had over the last couple of years, you're, you're really more in like fine tune mode as opposed to making any big changes. That's what I, that's what I think. We're in fine tune mode right now. You know, we got two great motor packages. We have the IME, you know, KA 100 and we have the 206. And I think you don't need anything more in this, in this region. I know, you know, there's not a lot of tag racers and not, there's not a lot of mini swift racers. So I think what we have in this region is we just got to grow from this point on, not make any big changes, keep everything kind of stable and then go from there. But yeah, definitely just fine tuning. I think this next year or two. Well, guys, I appreciate you joining me. Kenny, you want to uh, maybe give a shout out to anybody, any of your sponsors right now that uh, you'd like to, Chris, you can do it. Shout out to sponsors and maybe an invite to somebody who's never been to a KPX race. Hey guys, if you haven't been here yet, doesn't take much to go buy a 206 bolted on your tag chassis and come racing. Um, so let's talk about sponsors a little bit and let's talk about uh, an invite to people to, for people to come out and, and play. Um, Who wants yeah. to go? Who's the, who's the sponsor guy? Kenny. Uh, Kenny is. Who can uh, sponsors for me? So, yeah, I mean, we got to give a huge shout out. Um, you know, we've, we, every year you get a, a couple sponsors you know, on, off, on, off. And, and we've had tons of support from, from shops, uh, throughout the years, you know, Cambrian go-karts, RLV, 
um, and the names go on, but somebody that really stepped up this year and did a lot for the racers. Actually, I got to email him back here in a minute to see what's coming for uh, this weekend. But he, uh, yeah, Odenthal Motor Mounts or, or racing products, Odenthal Racing Products. They, uh, yeah, they're, they're they're making a superb product. That's the only thing I have on my go kart because it's the only thing that will support my two hundred six without slapping the gasket out of the side of that thing. Um, and I, I love it, man. You know, I, I haven't had a problem since I put that motor mount on no, no strip boat bolts, no motor uh, shifting, no nothing. It's been, it's been epic. And, and, uh, we, we're glad to have them on. So. That's awesome. A legendary name in the sport, the Odenthal's. In fact, I was just, I was messaging with David today as you say that, and you're right. He's super excited about, uh, about the 206 program. And I don't, if I, hopefully I'm not letting the cat out of the bag, but he told me that they're going to try to get down to run a race sometime this year, yes, so, which I think is, which I think is really, really cool. So, uh, you know what sponsors are, are key, but Chris, let's, let's, let's roll the red carpet. You guys put on a great, a, a great show. There's an opportunity to come out. And as you said, from the very beginning, come out and have a good time. It's about having fun. We're going racing. We're doing 206. We're doing KA. I'll kind of open the floor up for you to invite people that have not maybe yet come to a KPX race to get uh, off the couch, get the cart in the trailer and come out and race this weekend. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, exactly. Get, get off the couch. Let's get the cart in the trailer, show up to Prairie city this weekend. And if you're new into the sport, come find Kenny and I, we will help you out to whatever you need for gearing support, for chassis setup, tire pressures. If you have any questions on any of the motors on how to do things, we will help you guys out. That's what this series is about. If, if we can't help you, we will find somebody that can tell you how to fix it or get faster. And um, it, a lot of the shops are there to help us out. You know, you have Cambrian, you have Comp Cart, um, all those guys, Nevada Cart Sport, Cole Nelson, Invaders, they're all there to help us all. So get off the couch and come run with us and have a good time and show you what a good time is about. That's awesome. Kenny, any final thoughts? Yeah, I just want to touch base on that. And any of you East Coast racers out there want to come play, we're only like 3,000 miles away. You guys are more than <laughs> welcome to come out here and see uh, see what California does to other racers. I- I'm sure that Cambrian could set up an arrive and drive. or somebody. <laughs> get, I'm sure that Cole cool. Nelson's got an arrive and drive. Someone can come out and play in. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. We could definitely make that work. <laughs> How about you, Chris? Any, other, any final thoughts? No, I'm just happy for this year. Um, I'm, it's, you know, it's our fifth year uh, doing the KPX, and um, I'm happy that you had us on your show. This is awesome. And hopefully it can get out to the racers and get more racers into the sport. That's what we need to do is we need to grow this sport. And um, right now the sport is struggling. I mean, you're seeing go-kart shops kind of closing down here and there. And it, it's a great sport. It's a great family sport to get the family into. Agreed. Well, folks, that wraps it up. Our seventh episode of the Operation Grassroots, our first here of 2019 on the EKN Radio Network. Big thank you to Chris Rossi and Kenny Manchester from the KPX Karting Championship uh, for joining us here today again. Uh, they race this weekend at Prairie City, April 27th and 28th. If you're looking for more information, kpxracing.com. Make sure to follow them on all the social media channels and they'll uh, be able to hook you up and get you dialed in. As Chris said, if you're a brand new person listening to the sports or listening to this podcast, get out to the racetrack. A regional race is an awesome place for you to go to kind of get a feel for the feel for the uh, the sport itself. Talk to the people. You, you don't have to race. You don't need to get intimidated. Just go out and enjoy yourself. See the race. People there will be more than happy to fill you in 
uh, with all the information. Again, big thank you to Kenny and Chris, folks. We're going to wrap things up here. Another edition of the Operation Grassroots Done and Dusted. A lot more to come. I've got an interview with Greg Jasperson from Cup Carts North America coming as well. I'm going to have an interview down the line with Terry Trader from the Quincy Grand Prix. That race expecting 350 drivers again as they go back to the park for the second year after a little lull in the action. They had huge numbers in the Briggs 206 categories and the Margag Night class. So a lot of great Operation Grassroots uh, content coming here on the EKN Radio Network. Again, big thank you to my guests today. Guys, it's been a good one. My name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs>